This is Dr. X.H. Balthazar. I am broadcasting once again to present my findings from the world of the uncanny. Today, I have chosen to review somewhat spur-of-the-moment phenomena which I observed while traveling through eastern Texas. It was the evening, just past sunset. I was returning to my lodging in Saratoga after a long day of investigating several inquiries in and around the area. It was a stroke of great fortune that I happened to be recording my thoughts as I encountered the ghost light. Time wasted. Ridiculous. The nerve of some people. It seems that my line of work attracts more charlatans desperate for attention than actual anomalies of interest. I shouldn't be surprised. Still, the work continues. And so the case surrounding the El Paso man viper seems to be merely a fabrication. Regardless of verbal testimony, there is little in the form of physical evidence. Unfortunate seeming as there is some precedent for. What is that? Fascinating. I have to get a photograph. What I witnessed on the road appears to be a floating light in the sky. The shape was nearly a perfect sphere. As I recall, it was a clouded light blue color. When it first appeared, it was floating higher than I was standing, maybe seven feet off the ground. It did not respond to my voice, but as I approached it, it floated away, dancing between the tree line. Clearly, it responded to my motions. As I stepped away, it returned to its original location, still bobbing back and forth in the air. At the time, I felt as if it wanted me to follow it, as if it were guiding me somewhere. Not wanting to miss this opportunity, I returned to the vehicle. Luckily enough, I had brought with me a Model 3 camera. I rushed back to document this strange light in the sky. I snapped what I thought would be an incredible photograph, but I was overzealous and it seems that the flash of my camera caused the strange light to disappear. It was a mistake that shouldn't have been made and quite regrettable. Regardless, with little left to investigate, I returned to Saratoga. The thought of what I had witnessed stirred in my mind and kept me pondering the event for hours. I found myself in the hotel bar well past midnight, reviewing local newspapers for some mention of the light. Nothing. It wasn't until I began to review my recordings that I apparently piqued the interest of a fellow patron. He inquired if I was talking about the ghost light. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I offered him a round in exchange for any information on the subject. Just to reiterate, do I have your permission to record this conversation? Yes. Can you state your name? Arthur Brooks. 
Thank you for agreeing to speak with me, Mr. Brooks. Now, you mentioned that you had seen this light before. The ghost light, as you called it. I have. A couple times off Frag Road. Can you elaborate on what specifically you saw? It's a blue light floating in the sky, moving around and such. I haven't been down there in a while. Uh, must have been about a decade or so now. That long? Yes, sir. Do you know anyone else who has seen it as well? <laughs> Most folks around here have at least heard of a ghost lights. I'm sure a fair few made the trip out to see it. Has anyone ever attempted to examine it further? Sure, you know this, but it runs from you. Can't get too close or it floats away. Most people just drive by and catch a look or two. It doesn't show itself to everyone. Maybe just the people it thinks could be of help. How so? Story goes that the ghost light was a railroad conductor once. The connection between Houston and Beaumont was his route. One day they were running behind schedule and in an effort to keep time, they sped up. Bragg Road is dense wood and swamp. It was a dangerous move. And sure enough, the train lost control and derailed right off Bragg Road. The conductor's head was lopped off at the neck and lost in the woods. His body was recovered, but his head, his head was never found. People say that's him out there. The ghost light is his wandering soul, searching for his missing head. Quite the story. However, I'm not seeing a connection with my experience. Why would it want me to follow it? It was like it was leading me somewhere. Hmm. Suppose that's why it appeared to you in the first place. Maybe the ghost light thought you might help him look. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I'm not trying to convince you. You saw what you saw. It is what you want it to be, Doctor. You said in the story the conductor was decapitated? Yes, sir. Interesting. Considering what I know of spirits, it seems that such a tragic death would result in a much more violent or malicious spirit. Are you sure it wasn't? What do you mean? Well, as you said, the ghost light wanted you to follow it, right? Correct. Seems to me that if you did what it wanted, you'd have walked into the woods without a map or any way of getting back might have caught your death out there, too. Thank you for the conversation, Mr. Brooks. Thank you. Some peace of mind washed over me, and at last I could sleep. At least I had not missed a once-in-a-lifetime event. The following night, I returned to the Bragg Road. This time, however, I brought with me a road map of the area. As I camped out in my vehicle, waiting for the ghost light to appear, Brooks's words ran through my mind. That night was still and quiet. I waited until sunrise for it to reveal itself. Nothing. With little left to go on, 
I took the next train out of Saratoga. The photo I took of the ghost light revealed nothing. A blank image of the tree line on Bragg Road. As there is no hard evidence for this phenomenon, I can only dictate my experience to you. Perhaps the ghost light did choose me that night. A lone traveler making his way through an unfamiliar area. And perhaps I was lucky to walk away with my life. Thank you all for listening to my broadcast. If you're in the Saratoga area in Texas, please approach Bragg Road with caution and never alone. Until next time, goodbye and good night.